Hello everyone, welcome back to Earth Magic. I'm so excited to be back in the space with you guys. Uh, my name is Mel. If you're new here, welcome, welcome. I've actually just taken some time away and I'm stepping back into the space, which I'm really excited for. I know things in the world have been, to say the least, very hectic. And with that, I've been really trying to be more present in life and kind of recenter my intentions. And I've been going through a lot of shifts within my small business as well, which has been really exciting. And, you know, there's obviously like a mourning period to that where you have to very authentically grieve what you are releasing and what no longer serving you. And it's not always easy. I think like, you know, if anyone is going through this in their life or whether you're grieving or releasing a friendship, a business, a lifestyle, a mindset, whatever it is, it's it's very reasonable to take some time to grieve that. Like you don't expect yourself to just be like, okay, time to release. Okay, back, like back in action. You know what I mean? I think allowing ourselves like grieving periods in our lives for things that aren't necessarily related to physical death is really, really important. So whether you're grieving a friendship, a relationship, a business, something you thought you wanted, all these things are always changing and shifting. And it's important to grieve that because when we grieve, we really process and release what's no longer needed in our lives or what's no longer serving us. And we can actually integrate this new energy more wholeheartedly because if we don't allow for that grieving, then it's really hard to just jump right into the next thing that really is going to serve us because I really feel like right now a lot of people are feeling this too where I think when things are difficult when we're seeing you know heartbreaking news we're feeling division in the world when there's just tough things going on it's really easy to feel defeated and be like okay well what what can I do and not feel like you can do anything and I've actually been reading this book and it is called, I'm going to pick it up here, Pleasure Activism, The Politics of Feeling Good. I knew it was called Pleasure Activism. I just didn't know the, the whole part of it. But yeah, it's The Politics of Feeling Good. It's uh, written by Adrienne Marie Brown. And I highly recommend it. I'm very early on into it, but it was actually recommended to me by a very close friend. And one of the things I've learned from this book is, so far at least, is that our approach to activism in any sorts shouldn't be to you know out of the fear of the problem you know what I mean like for example if there's like wildfires going on it's easy to fear well like where is climate change going like all the fear-based questions of trying to like almost avoid this problem or the inevitability of it or what's going on those that mindset of trying to avoid something or like fix a problem can be defeating because it, it already exists versus approaching something or approaching activism from the lens of saying to yourself or saying to the world, well, what can I, what pleasurable experience can I add to this? What can I create? So that's a very different type of energy. Creation energy, creating something good and creating from pleasure is very different than trying to fix a problem or seeing the fear of what's going to happen and, and like scrambling to fix it or feeling defeated. It's very different energy. So something I've been trying to practice more and be more mindful of is activism in the form of pleasure. So 
making sure that you are creating something from your heart that you feel like will benefit the world. So for example, if you look at, let's say, the wildfires, instead of being like, okay, well, how do I fix this? How do I fix climate change? I can't do this alone, blah, blah, blah. And like going down that spiral of fear-based and like almost like scared thinking, which is very fair. Like there is always two sides to look at things and that is a very valid way to look at it. And that's the way I've looked at it for so long. This book suggests in a new mindset, at least I'm trying to continue to embody, is acting from a place of like, well, what do I want to create? Like what pleasure, like how can I make sure that I'm having a pleasurable experience in what I'm creating? Because when you act from a place of pleasure, you're creating pleasure. You're creating like something that is positive. You can't fight negative with negative. You have to fight like with a wholehearted yes and a wholehearted like pleasure within you to create something that is going to better the planet so if we look at the wildfires for example like you know something that would come at least like everyone's pleasure is unique I will say that but so for example for me something that makes me happy and excited is to you know make earth-friendly products for myself or for my friends or you know try to like act from a place that I am creating something that really just feels good to me So whether that just is connecting with friends and talking about or having these conversations that really, you know, talk about the environment and all the ways we can protect it or encouraging people to connect with their surroundings, go outside, connect with the earth, um, go out and connect and with like your friends or your community members about the earth, go for a walk in nature, plant a tree, get to know your earth and your surroundings and like teach people how to connect with the earth because I guarantee that a lot of the issues that are going on for example within the climate come from a place where people are just like not connected to the earth they don't they are disconnected from what their impact is so my pleasure in regards to like healing the earth comes from the act of healing earth not the act of like trying to avoid destruction of the earth does that make sense like there's two approaches you can be fearful and like try to avoid the destruction of the earth and that's like a whole different literally energy frequency versus approaching it of like i'm going to heal the earth i'm going to add to the earth i'm going to create with the earth whether that's sharing knowledge with people like helping connect people with accessible knowledge about the earth, about eco-friendly practices, about mindfulness or spiritual practices regarding the earth, which is all what I do. Like I am really passionate about having all my spiritual readings embody practices from the earth, whether in knowledge and medicines from the earth, whether that's trees, herbs, crystals, like all these things that really connect people with the nature that surrounds them, right? So that is something that literally brings me pleasure and creates something good and can actually create healing for the earth and healing for, let's say like like in the long run and if everyone approached it this way is like helping other people see their their connection to earth helps them have that shift in the mindset and be like huh like you know I'm a part of this earth like look outside I appreciate the trees I appreciate all these things maybe I'm gonna watch where I'm buying where I'm consuming encouraging people to like practice earth-based or eco-friendly practices you know what I mean like all these things really do help us create a better earth And like I said, that act of creation is such a different frequency than the act of avoiding destruction. Does that make sense? Like we can look at everything that's going on and be like, wow, this, this sucks, (laughs) like straight up. Uh, Or we can look at things and be like, wow, this is like, you know, this is something I love to do. Like I love to create this. I would love to 
help this person or help the planet by doing this. And um, like I said, for everyone, it's unique. So I really want to encourage everyone to dive into that mindset um, as much as possible when you're feeling a bit defeated or you're looking at things at a place of like, how do you avoid or how do you fix a problem? Come at it as like, what can I add to the situation that would better it? That is a completely different frequency. I know I'm being a broken record, so I'm going to kind of jump to another part of what um, I've been kind of coming to terms with within my business, which is um, I feel like I've been kind of going down this road for a while where I am stepping away from zero waste products that I don't make myself anymore, which is a huge thing because that was kind of the foundation of my business. I definitely found like I had some internalized, um, I guess, like fear of what people thought of my spirituality, especially because I grew up in a religious household. And honestly, just because of like a lot of the associations with people who say they're spiritual, like I definitely think just like any kind of type of community, there can be some problematic things within it. So I almost had the shame to say I was spiritual because I didn't want people to think I just like, you know, for example, like denied science or like wasn't aware of like the real world or just like lived in this place of just saying peace and love, but without taking any action to like help better the planet. You know what I mean? It's like I had all these associations of what the darker side of spirituality, in my opinion, looks like. And I think I was casting that onto myself in the fear of people thinking that about me. And I basically just said, F that. <laughs> like, we, like, it's so subtle, but because I, you know, I'm someone who I really do try to authentically be myself. And I think spirituality has been the one thing where it's so important to me. And it's such a delicate, I guess, mindset and part of me that I haven't ha- always had the chance to fully express throughout my life. So now finally having this opportunity, it's pretty um, important. So I feel like I just had this shift. And so I am definitely going to be stepping more into like the spiritual side of my small business. And it feel weird calling a small business. Like it really kind of brings me to my second point, which is I'm really going to step into really focusing on the accessibility aspect, which I do always highlight because all my services are by donation to try and make spirituality as accessible as possible while still upholding like you know the business aspect of this meaning that the money donated towards me basically allows me to continue doing this as a part of my small business it allows me to continue to put the time and as much time and energy as possible into making spirituality as accessible as possible into creating this planet that um you know i think would be intersexual and just more eco-friendly and more spiritual and I when I say spiritual to me spirituality just means anything that makes you feel more connected on a deeper level with life so for everyone that's different for me for example it can be like anything for me it's listening to music spending time with friends going out in nature making art like and you know and for someone else it might be like you know the quote-unquote typical things like listening or going to yoga um you know, participating in plant ceremonies, meditation, etc. But it's not the same for everyone. Like for me, for example, a spiritual experience can be like literally playing games with friends and someone might be like, that's not spiritual. It's like, it is. Like anything that makes you feel more connected to life beyond the mundane, the just like physical aspects, anything that makes you just really connect with life, you know, whether that's spending time with a certain person, um, you know, spending time with people in general, connecting with people, connecting with your animals, your 
the plants, going outside, whatever it is, like even going on a bike ride, like all these things can be inherently spiritual. It's just whatever that your unique spirituality is, which is anything that connects you to life and makes you feel that connection to life on a deeper level, which is why a lot of people find spirituality through like books or, you know, through spiritual teachers who help them understand the aliveness that life can embody. So anyways, to sum this all up, I don't want to make this podcast episode too, too long because I kind of want to try and condense this because I know when I see like an hour long episode, I'm just like, ah, sometimes that can be a lot. I really just feel this shift happening and I want to encourage other people to approach things from a place where they don't feel as defeated anymore, where it's coming from a place of like, what do you want to create in the world? What do you want to add to the planet? What are you like, instead of looking at a problem and saying, how am I going to fix this? Ask yourself, what do I want to create that would be, that would add in a, like to this in a beneficial way and that I find pleasure from. And then another big thing is the shift to more spiritual aspects of my small business. I'm going to be hosting more workshops and classes. Everything's going to be by donation once again to really try and help people. Like I think, you know, this is suitable for people who are quote unquote far along in their spiritual journey, people who are just beginning. I'm really, really emphasizing just the accessibility of spirituality, how everyone is inherently spiritual. It's just a matter of like reconnecting to yourself, reconnecting to the earth. I'm still going to be offering some eco-friendly items and things that I make myself, but I'm dominantly going to be focusing on helping other people find that in their life. I feel like that's like my ultimate passion. And um, while still teaching a lot about the earth, the practical aspects, the scientific aspects, and really allowing people to see the magic literally in their everyday lives. That's kind of why I have this podcast being earth magic. It's like the earth literally has magic all around you. It's just a matter of tuning into it. There's some people who look at a tree and they're like, that's just a tree, like whatever. And I totally used to be that person. And now I look at trees and I see so much like knowledge and magic and medicine. And I kind of just want to help make spiritual spirituality as accessible as going outside and looking at a tree. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Anyways, you guys are the best. I appreciate everyone's support. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to be talking about community very, very soon, hopefully in the next episode, where I'm going to talk more about community care and how strengthening community is beneficial for everyone and helps make sure that everyone's taken care of and how the what the trees have to say about community in this sense it's very very interesting it's all sciencey it's all spirituality <laughs> it's gonna be fun um i'm really excited to keep doing this with you guys thanks so much for listening hope to see you guys soon have an amazing day